Hi, everyone. My name is Lynn Patterson, also known as Poetry in Tings, and you are now listening to Adult Happy Hour. Tonight's theme is attraction. Welcome, everyone. Before we jump into our episode, just want to say a quick word. I am not a sex therapist or a sex educator. I am simply someone who enjoys talking about all things sensuality, eroticism, uh, sexual pleasure, and sexual health. These are messy conversations about sex um, that are necessary in order for us to ensure that we are defining what pleasure means to us. Um, And as this is our first season, we welcome feedback, especially as it pushes us to be more inclusive. In the future, I hope to be able to provide you with a plethora of resources and to have guests on the show who are experts in these topics. We appreciate your patience with us in advance. All right, so our topic for tonight is attraction. Um, Attraction is defined by the action of evoking interest, desire, or liking for someone in something. Um, It is the initial stage of a relationship where you realize that you find someone interesting and that you want to spend more time with them. Um, So I was actually doing a little bit of research on uh, attraction, just trying to understand how it better fits into our relationships. And I found this article on Um, How Stuff Works that says there are three distinct types or stages of love. The first one is lust or erotic passion, then attraction or romantic passion, and the third is attachment or commitment. So um, when all three of these things are in place, usually this means that we are able to form a really strong bond with uh, someone else. And um, leads to love. So I found this to be interesting because I think initially when we like think about the concept of attraction, we think about um, like, I don't know, when you're like in a bar or something and you see someone that's uh, cute and you can't really um, like describe what it is that like draws you to this person. Um, But one thing that this article points out is that that's actually like a really good way of knowing whether or not you're into someone or whether or not you should like pursue a connection with that person because it uh, stems back to um, our more animalistic instincts. And so when we feel that like connection or bond with someone, it's usually our body telling us uh, to pursue it. All right. So um, for those of you that are just joining us uh, for the podcast, welcome. Um, We also have a really 
wonderful online community on Instagram that has been following Adult Happy Hour for the last like year or so. And um, as I have been doing um, just research and having discussions in my story, we have about four to 500 people that tune in every week to Adult Happy Hour on Instagram. So if you're interested in joining the conversation there, um, you can find and follow me at Poetry in Tings, the letter N and then things without the H. Um, and there we will jump into further discussion that will feature in our episodes. So for this week, we asked our online community um, this question. Hold on, let me take my phone out. <laughs> oh, okay. So we asked them. What attracted you to your last crush? And here are some of their answers. Um, So someone said, he made me feel he traveled and experienced the world that I haven't. But that was a lie. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry, sis. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Reading these live is hilarious because people really do be going in. And we're leaving all of this in, y'all. Like I said, it's messy conversations. Sorry to hear that, sis. Also didn't mean to laugh at you. Love you. All right. Next person said mental stimulation. Love it. I feel like for me, um, I'm initially attracted to someone definitely like for the way they look, like they have to have like an essence or something. But when you can have like a deep conversation with someone across the table at like a restaurant or like a coffee shop and the whole backdrop disappears, like that's for me when I know like, oh shit, I really like this person. Um, Someone else said uh, the way she carried herself and made her money minding her business. We love, we love a sis that minds her business. (laughs) Something I'm trying to do more of in 2021. Um, Conversations with eye contact. Yes. Love a good uh, eye fuck every now and again. Um, Someone else said swoon. What didn't? I'll send a DM. (laughs) Okay. We're going to come back to that DM in just a second. Um, We have humor. Their smell. He's a... He's a big and I'm a small, LOL. I felt protected, (laughs) cute. Um, Her facial structure and the way she smiled, their voice, their brilliance, their mysterious aura. Ooh, I love, I love a good mysterious aura. That's, but actually that's also something I'm working on in 2021 is not, like one of my bad relationship patterns is, uh, like seeking after people who are somewhat elusive. So maybe I'll just fuck with their aura, but maybe not the mysterious auras anymore. That's what the cards are telling me these days anyway. Um, Another person said their talent, taste in music, tragic story, and those eyes. I'm a sucker for a story. And they put like a laughing emoji. Not going to lie, that sounds a little toxic. (laughs) Um... A tragic story. Well, um, between the eyes, his back, and his gait. Yes, when someone has that swag, that swang back and forth, when they walk in, that shit is sexy. Um, And then last but not least, my crush said eyebrows. And I appreciate that because he's definitely talking about my eyebrows. All right. (laughs) We also asked people... um, 
when they are initially attracted to someone, what are they usually drawn to, um, either physical or mental? And 43% of people said physical, um, and 57% of people so far said mental, um, which I feel like, if I can be honest with you, I think that um, sometimes when we have conversations about like attraction and, and that question is asked about the whole like physical and mental people like think it's like taboo to say physical, but this is just an unpopular opinion. But like, if you first see someone and you're attracted to them, I'm pretty sure that it's not their mental that you're initially attracted to. And so I feel like it's okay for us to admit that like, yes, uh, when we first see someone, we know the things that attract us to them. And it doesn't have to mean like, oh my gosh, they're like the baddest bitch or the most like handsomest person ever. But like, um, maybe like some people pointed out, it's their aura or their essence, or the way that you're able to, like, connect with them when you look them in the eyes. It's that, like, animalistic, like, thing that draws you into someone. Um, and then the mental is the is something that continues to add to um, those layers of attraction, which is totally fine. So, um, and then... Last but not least, we also asked, when you find someone attractive, do you usually tell them or wait for them to tell you? And 43% of people said that they tell them and the other 57% wait for them to tell you. I was a little worried at first because it was like 100% wait for them to tell you. And I'm like, if all of us are waiting, what, like, how are we ever going to have healthy relationships? So if I like someone, usually I will tell them because I don't have time to be playing games, okay? If I like you, like, I'm just going to tell you. But then there are some people, like, um, when my husband and I met each other, actually, he was, like, one of the first guys that I wasn't like, I like you, what's up? Because I kind of was just, like, we we became really good friends first um, before we were, like, able to admit to each other that we were attracted to one another. Um, and I think that that taught me that sometimes there is, like, a nice thing about waiting because it does allow you to go with the flow. It allows you to observe. It allows you to add layers, again, to that, like, attraction that you feel, Um but I think also, like, as a woman, usually I like to just be super forward with guys because I just don't like toxic masculinity. So I like to know that I can be free and liberated and, like, say things that maybe are taboo to other people and that the guys that are attracted to me are going to appreciate those things about me. So I'm going to tell them or her or them. All right, so one thing that we love to do during adult happy hour is share knowledge and resources. So one of our followers online sent us this wonderful article that's called 37 Terms That Describe Different Types of Attraction, and it's from Healthline Today. Um, I found this article to be so interesting because... Uh, I think sometimes when we talk about attraction, we tend to overly focus on romantic attraction. And um, there are so many different 
ways that we can be attracted to different people. So I'm going to share some of those ways with you now. Um, The first one is aesthetic attraction. So that refers to finding someone um, like very, their appearance, very attractive, but not necessarily having the desire to connect with them physically, sexually, or romantically. Um, There is also like a crush or flirtatious attraction. That's where maybe you just think someone's like super cute and you're um, okay with like flirting with them and being cute with them, but you're not necessarily interested in forming a romantic attachment with them. Um, There is emotional attraction. And so that might be someone who um, you just enjoy like sitting with and being in their presence with sharing your feelings with or hearing about their feelings. And again, not necessarily having the need to take it any further physically or even um, finding them physically attractive. Um, There is sexual attraction. I think we all know what that is. (laughs) That's when uh, you just want to get in them guts or you just want to uh, enjoy a nice evening (laughs) with someone, Um, but not necessarily, again, having like a romantic attachment with them. Um, There is intellectual attraction. So this isn't necessarily like rooted in physical attraction, but it's the desire to um, connect with someone intellectually. Maybe that's having those deep conversations um, or having conversations about things that interest you. And then there are um, platonic attraction. So your platonic attraction refers to like your friendships. And I think that this concept is super interesting because I firmly believe that like all of us are attracted to our friends. Like people sometimes think it's like a dirty thing to say that you're attracted to your friends, but like there's a reason why you become friends with people. And it's usually because again, you have that like deep instinctual feeling or um, need to be connected to their aura, to their essence. And so with the platonic uh, attraction, that's just like wanting to be friends with someone. Um, And then last but not least is our polyromantic attraction. So that's being able to be attracted to more than just one person at a time, which is definitely true for me. Um, And I think it's also true for most people, but again, is one of those like taboo topics that especially when we get into like long term relationships um, and marriages, it can be hard for people to admit that they still have those type of attractions and desires for other people. So thank you uh, for sending that article to us. It was super informative. If you would like to read it, we'll make sure that we link it in our show notes. All right. So um, last but not least, we're going to come to a segment that I like to call Pillow Talk with Lynn. Um, So this is where people online, again, um, responded to some of our uh, story stickers, but also DM'd us with some more information. So um, 
These questions are some salacious questions that have to do with uh, whether or not we can be like friends with someone we find attractive or like if it's okay to be attracted to people when you're in a relationship. And I I think this topic is so interesting because um, one, in our society, like monogamy is often seen as uh, the standard like sort of relationship. And then I think once we get into um, monogamous relationships, there's this idea that we shut ourselves off from being attracted to um, other people or that the desire and interest is not there to like talk to other people. Um, so I just, knowing that one, like I'm poly as fuck. So <laughs> I um, am attracted to a lot of people at a lot of different times. <laughs> and two, um, I was just curious to see what people had to say on this topic. So the first question was, in your opinion, can you be attracted to someone you consider just a friend? And so 91% of people said yes. And 9% of people said no. And this actually surprised me because I thought more people were going to say no. And I was happy because I was like, of course you can be attracted to someone you just consider a friend. We literally just said platonic attraction is a type of attraction. And then like also attraction is nuanced. So um, the next question was, can you be strictly platonic with someone after you've been intimate with them? So, yeah. So after you shared an intimate connection or an intimate attraction with someone, can you be strictly platonic with them? Um, so I'm not going to say my answer just yet. I'm going to read the results. People said, uh, 76% of people said, yes, you can be strictly platonic with someone after you've been intimate. And 24% of people said no. So maybe the people you've been with, they can't be your friend because the way you put it down. <laughs> but other people said that, yes, it's possible. Um, I think this is like, I think this is one of those like questions that doesn't have a clear like yes or no answer. Because I, I would say in my experience with some people, I found that I can go back to just being friends with them um, and, and not think about the fact that like, you know, our private parts have touched each other. <laughs> but with other people, it's really hard to do that. Um, and that makes me wonder... Like, when we say no, is it because we're still attracted to that person? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then um, I asked folks, can you be friends with benefits with someone? Or, like, would you be into a friends with benefits situation? And I think the reason I wanted to ask this question is because, again, going back to the different like attraction styles, like so you're attracted to someone platonically and you're attracted to them sexually, but not finding them like romantically attractive. Um, and this one was this result was interesting, too. So 50 percent of people said that they're into friends with benefits and 50 percent of people said that they're not into it. I would think that at a certain point, like, you would either want to deepen your attraction to that person or you would realize that it couldn't go any further. So I would, I am, I'm into it. I would, 
well, not at the current moment. I'm not into it, but <laughs> I have been into it in the past. And you know what's so interesting, too, is that actually um, my husband and I started as friends with benefits. And um, we, like, through the course of having sex with each other, like, that's what led us to realize that we were, like, romantically attracted to each other. So don't believe what they say about friends with benefits. Sometimes it works out. <laughs> Okay. Um, next question is, are you okay with your partner being friends with someone they're attracted to? And I also found this interesting because though 96% of people said that they could be friends with someone that they were attracted to when it came to their partner, <laughs> um, 47% of people said that they're not into it. And 53% of people said that they m could be okay with it. Um, and I think that that's interesting because it made me, like, reflect on um, the ways in which that we're, like, empathetic toward people that we're in relationships with. Because I think um, one of the hardest things um, about being with someone for a really long time is, like, jealousy, right? And when we think that our like significant others attracted to someone else, it can be really difficult for us to grapple with like, you know, d does that mean that we have inadequacies or does that mean that they're like moving away from us or that they're not attracted to us anymore? Um, but maybe it just means that they find someone else attractive and that's it and it's different. Um, so yeah, so that made me just think a little bit more about how, I'm also being empathetic towards my husband, like, you know, um, and, and the attractions that he might have to other people. We'll get into that more when we talk about being poly, but we'll, we'll save that for later for a future episode. You're going to have to tune in. Um, all right. So that is the end of our poll results. We also had a few people <laughs> DM us that I want to share with you. So the first person, um, responded to the question about whether or not they could be friends with someone that they were attracted to. And um, she says, nah, because if I start finding you attractive, we can't be friends no more. That's a danger zone. I'm good for cutting off male friends who openly find me attractive. I just don't do guy friends at all anymore now for several <laughs> several reasons. So um, one, you are a bad bitch because all your male friends are attracted to you. Um, I... I don't know. I So for me, when I am in a, a relationship, I find it actually easy to be friends with people that I'm attracted to. And I also would like, I feel weird about like telling my partner like, oh, you can't be friends with that person because you find them attractive or they find you attractive. I think like as much as possible that we can be open about, um, like our desires and interests for other people, it just like normalizes that we're all people. Um, and also creates space to have dope friendships with people. Someone else DM'd me <laughs> and said, so they were responding to, again, the question about like whether or not they could be friends with someone that they have had sex with at a certain point. And she says, Bitch, I'm gay. Most lesbian friends have all fucked one another at some point. <laughs> 
And I just appreciate you for pointing that out. So thank you for sending that in. No comments there. <laughs> last but not least, um, the last person responded to um, whether or not they're okay with their partner being friends with someone that they uh, find attractive. And this person says, um, you can't control people, even someone you love. Freedom comes from trust and relationships are built on that. At least they are for me. I care about my partner, but I also let her have her own feelings. Those are hers, not mine. And I have zero say over them. I can only control myself. But we communicate and that makes all the difference in the world. We both like our freedom and that works best with trust. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. We also had some friends of the podcast that uh, tapped in and sent us some voice notes. So um, we're going to listen to uh, the first one. Hey, Lynn. Congratulations on your new show, Adult Happy Hour. I'm so excited to tune in every week and watch. It's going to be a phenomenal show because you only do phenomenal things, queen. Um, so uh, this week's topic is all about attraction. And, you know, I have many thoughts, uh, but we're going to keep this short and brief. Uh, one of my initial thoughts, you know, is that I think, sadly, we look at people's physical attraction first. And it's really sad. Like, even when we talk about dating or we consider, you know, um, getting into any kind of relationship, you know, with, with someone, it, it's only about the physical features for, for so many people. And it's really sad because I think we so often could miss potential matches and, and people that we can connect with because we only look at the physical. You know, and I feel that we've even gone so far as to make a judgment or an assumption on people based on their physical features. And it, it really breaks my heart, you know, and as someone who is queer, as someone who is, you know, um, a chubby guy, I've definitely experienced a lot of discrimination when it's come to attraction, because especially in the in the gay community, there's a whole thing. I mean, you will hear it said often, like, like, no fems, no fats. Like, you see that on so many profiles. And so, you know, when I think about attraction, the first thing I think about is how so many people don't see beyond your body. Um, and that's really sad. And I think in order to make lasting, real connections, we have to start thinking beyond that. So those are my thoughts about attraction. Hey, Lynn. Huge congrats on episode one. And here we go with my answers. My attraction is always, I don't know, like intrigue. Something about that person is just very fascinating to me. And I have to know more, um, even if nothing comes of it. Just what pulls me into your universe is just the want to learn and experience whatever you have going on. And usually what keeps me there is the fact that whatever you have going on is just too good to let go. And I must learn more and I must know everything about you because everything about you is just utterly fascinating. And then I must tell the whole world about you because, you know, can't keep these secrets to yourself, kids. Um, um, 
do I, is attraction part of love or lust? I think it's both depending on where you're at in that attraction. I definitely think mostly physical attraction has a tendency to tendency to be um, compartmentalized with lust where I feel like sometimes mental attraction and long-term attraction has a tendency to be part of love. You know, there are things that initially turn you on about someone and then there are things that, you know, one, two, three, ten, twenty years in the, you know, future still turn you on. And that I believe is what constitutes the difference between love and lust, at least for me. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, one for your congratulations and two for just those like wonderful um, thoughts that you shared with regard to attraction. That is going to bring us to the end of Pillow Talk with Lynn. And that also brings us to the end of Adult Happy Hour. Um, I'm going to close us out with just some closing thoughts. Um, as we've been talking about attraction, I've been thinking a lot about um, just how nuanced this topic is. Again, I think sometimes when we think about attraction, we think about our crush. We think about that romantic relationship that we're hoping um, to get involved in. And um, tonight I'm learning that there are so many different ways that we can be attracted to people and that um, like those uh, natural instincts, those animalistic instincts we have often are leading us um, in our attraction to people to deeper connections when we open ourselves to listening to them. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our first episode. Um, I am so nervous, but also so happy that we did this. I want to say um, thank you so much to our online community. Um, I started Adult Happy Hour one year ago, uh, almost to the date, and I just wanted to have a more open uh, space to talk about these um, ideologies that are often seen as taboo or things that we have we kiki over brunch with our girlfriends or our guy friends and I just wanted to um, have a more general open conversation about expanding our understanding of um, sex pleasure and things related to that um, through the course of coming to the podcast there have been many times where I have tried to stop doing adult happy hour, but every week, um, uh, people reach out to me, uh, to ask if we're going to have our Thursday night special. And so to those people who have been rocking with us for the last year, thank you so much. It is because of you that we now have a podcast. Um, if you're just tuning in or if you are one of those people that I just said thank you to, we would love for you to continue supporting us by subscribing to the podcast, um, liking it, leaving us a five-star review, sharing it on your social media, um, or just sending us some great vibes. Whatever you're able to do, know that we appreciate you. And we will see you next week for episode two of Adult Happy Hour. That's a wrap. <sighs>
Before we go, want to give a few shout outs. First off, shout out to our sponsor, Fly Culture. Fly Culture is a platform for creatives securing dope spaces for hard conversation and liberation. Shout out to Rihanna Simone, our engineer, editor, and producer, and my sister in creativity. Last but not least, our theme song, Natural Phenomenon, also produced by Rihanna Simone, featuring the incredible voice of Tim Brielle. You can listen to the full track wherever you listen to your music. Um, and if you want to find, follow, and support us, you can find links to our email, website, and Instagram in the description for our episode. Thank you so much.